alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. The blend masters in the building here to let you know. I got the game on lock and I'm ready to flow. I'm blessed with health, wealth, and knowledge yourself, yo. Just a couple more things you need to know. Spiritually give to socially uplift to have you leaving here smarter than the click that you kick up with. A certified baller that your man can't check. Keep hacking me, homie, and I'ma check your neck. I'm the king of the soft blends and two-top drop. And I be on it every day so the shit won't stop. Chop it up is the name of my show. While well, I break it all down to tell you how it go. I keep the mic smoking when I talk my shit. So tune in every week for the game I spit. I said I keep the mic smoking when I talk my shit. So tune in every week for the game I spit. Till I hit it with the alcohol, it won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it so 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 now we got the pandemic upon us we're gonna have to change everything the aftermath of the pandemic is gonna be crazy crazy i don't even know if people gonna be going to basketball games and football games and hockey games like they used to you know what i'm saying because it's just a because even though they may get a vaccine for it it's not gonna be the same i don't think people just gonna be out here like that because now you're more conscious of it because people are dying left and right because of this shit. I've seen so many people that I know that have lost people that they love due to this shit. So, you know, the mask thing is going to be regular. Because, you know, even though you may be done with your quarantine, you ain't going to walk out the house like the world is safe again. You still going to wear gloves when you go to the grocery store. You still going to wear a face mask when you go to the grocery store. Because you don't know who in that motherfucker. You don't know who been in there fart, farting and burping and coughing and shit and you walking past and you don't know. You're going to have to be on your P's and Q's like that from now. For real. That's real. That's a part of life now. You know what I'm saying? That blunt passing, puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff my ass. I'm just my shit. I ain't passing nothing. I mean, the blunt game should change. Passing no blunt. The coronavirus going on. You done, learned, you done worked your ass off to prevent from getting it. And then, you know, it's just a thought, man. It's just a, it's going to always be in the air. Because even though they say it's not as bad as the flu or pneumonia, even though the flu and pneumonia have been around for 35 more years or 50 more years, 100 more years, it's still, you know what I'm saying, it's still dangerous. And until they have a cure for it, you're subjected to it. So um, they're going to try to get everybody to get this doggone shot with this vaccine. I, I, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get the vaccine. Because I didn't have every vaccine that they make. I've been a pin cushion for the government for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? They done stuck me with anthrax, smallpox. I got a G6PD vaccine. I got a damn smallpox spot on my shoulder. You want to know who all got a smallpox? The smallpox vaccination is on your left shoulder, just below your bicep. It's a black dot, but it's a little bit smaller than a dime. And everybody got it. You'll see it because it's going to be right there. At least the people in the Navy. So when you're out on the beach, look for them black dots. You can tell who the vets are. It's crazy. But the aftermath is going to bring about ways people shop, change the way people shop, the way people communicate, 
kissing, fucking. I don't know if it's going to affect fucking too much. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely going to affect kissing. You know what I'm saying? But again, man, you, you have to think about that shit. AIDS, all these viruses out here, you check for that. I feel sorry for the brothers that still gonna be going raw dog. Some niggas don't care. They wanna go raw dog. They die fucking, and that's what they were meant to do. These cats don't care. A lot of these cats don't really care. So because of that, it's gonna spread because of that. For the people that don't care, it's gonna spread it. You know what I'm saying? So the whole idea of being more precautious about who you interact with is gonna be a lot more prevalent, you know, post, you know, the, the post corona. A COVID-19 virus. Post-COVID-19 virus is going to be a lot different about how people just interact. That handshake shit is going to turn into a fist bump. And every time you shake somebody's hand, you're going to be thinking to yourself, am I just, you're going to be reaching for your dog on sanitizer? You know what I'm saying? So, it, 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 and it just needs, I just think that everybody that has taken those precautionary measures, like me, I'm a barber. I'm going to let everybody know I love you and I appreciate the handshake. But I'm going to do it with my rubber gloves on. I'm going to shake your hand, but I'm going to keep my rubber gloves on until I sweep. Then I take my rubber gloves off and wash my hands and then, you know, go back and set up for the next cut. That's what I'm going to do. I've already went online and ordered me five boxes of gloves because that's going to be a part of my routine for the, rest, for the rest of the game. I deal with 25 different people, 35, 45 different people every day. So I have to be cautious of that. I, my daddy been telling me and my mama been telling me to wear the dog on face mask. You know what I'm saying? For like 15 years, they've been telling me that shit. Like, you breathing in everybody's hair, but I keep a fan blowing from behind me so I don't really inhale any hair like that. Plus, you know, I don't be that up on it, but it's still airborne. And you getting some. I bet you cut open any barber lunch, you're going to see hair and fucking weed smoke. Hell yeah. Definitely hair. But... That's just my thing as far as the post. Just just be mindful of how you interact with people. You know what I'm saying? Just And, and communicate about it, man. Put it out there. Communicate about it. Say, yo, I love y'all. You know I love y'all. You know I love y'all to death. But I, I just can't be out here like that. I got to be, you know, precautious. Some niggas going to feel offended. But you got to tell them, like, man, it ain't just me. I got people that, 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 that love me, that want me here. I can't just... Gamble that because you don't give a fuck. So, and again, that's that's just the energy you should have. And again, you know, let's just be real. It's necessary. It's necessary to make sure we we practice that shit. Social distancing. Oh, we can stop social distancing now. Are you gonna still pay a thousand dollars for a basketball game ticket when you can go and have the best seat in the house and buy a thousand dollars? I'm talking about gas, parking, seat, food. Dinner and your date. All that to a basketball game? That's about a thousand dollars. If you want a good enough seat, shit. When you got the best seat in the house at home. So I don't know. I wonder if that's gonna change the way my the way people go to basketball games and shit. It, I, I know I, I probably won't. I, I don't know. I don't know. It might change the way I go. I've been to a bunch of basketball games. I don't know if I'm too in, in, enthusiastic about going anymore when I got like the best seat in the house. So that's part of it too. Football games, basketball games, baseball games, kids playing sports, wrestling, uh, 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 swimming. 
all that shit, cuz it's just gonna change. Like, I be thinking about going to the pool now, and it's like, I can't go get in the pool. For, I already feel some type of way because them old ladies be in there swimming. And I know they pissing in the pool. I'm swimming there trying to get my lap on, and you got I know, I already know. Swimming through them warm spots. Now you got let me, let me stop, let me stop. So, yeah. I just think it's going to change a lot of shit, man. And if it don't, you should definitely change it. You should definitely do some changing on how you see that shit when you get out here dealing with other people, you know? And can be more open about it. Be more open about it. Yo, no disrespect, man. I'm just trying to, you know, are you worried about that? Yeah, I'm worried about it. Yes, I'm worried about AIDS. That's why I work on I'm worried about whatever, you know, all that shit. However you look at it. Because you don't want to die because of a health reason. You don't want to die because of carelessness on your behalf when it regards to your health. Like eating too much of the bullshit or not being precautious and just having raw sex. Kissing people. It's just a lot of shit. You don't want to die for that reason. Die because you're 150 years old. Hey, man, my shit just giving out. But not because of some trifling shit like not washing your hands and, and not choosing the people you, you interact with wisely. You know what I'm saying? Word. So make some take some precautionary measures for this aftermath. You know, you're going to have to change the way you interact with people. So write it all down. You have to really rehearse that. Word. That's, that's on some shit. You're going to have to really change how we interact with people, man. You know? Teachers got um, teachers are still working at home, setting up lesson plans for computer programs to send out to kids. It's 2020. We should be homeschooling anyway. We should be homeschooling anyway. And now we understand that schools are just set there to teach us to be a certain way. Yeah, you can learn how to read. You can learn how to do math. And you can go to uh, charter schools. And, you know, those schools that, that, that target certain curriculum those schools are good but now that the COVID-19 pandemic has left its mark on our economy most kids or all schools are closed I mean in college you go to class for a couple hours listen to the teacher talk that shit but all your work is on a website that's automatically graded you know, you get a class, go home, there's two websites you got to do to graduate from that class. So most of your workers are in the school, and they don't even count attendance like that no more. Attendance is cool to patronize the teachers, to get them money, get them checks, having to drive in, do all that traffic, but all your work is online. If you go online, do all your work, and turn it in, get it all right, you ain't even got to go to class. So in 2021, we should be homeschooling it's easy now i get it homeschool school is for the parents to get a break from the motherfucking kids and the kids to get a break and see their friends and not be shadowed by their mamas and daddies well get into sports homeschool yourself you can go to homeschool and graduate from college by the time you're 15 once you pass the state test for the 5th, 6th grade, 7th, 8th grade, and you can pass that shit whenever you're ready. You can get it all done and then go online and do college courses and be done by the time you're 15. You can do that with the school. This is all about 
because if 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 if, if you if you smart, I'm gonna say if you're smart, but if you if you're thinking the right way, you're looking for some sort of career curriculum that can make you work for yourself. I mean, unless you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, you know what I'm saying, or, or some sort of scientist, you need to be in, you need to be learning a trade so you can get this money. And you can you can learn trades online. You can go to school online. Everything is online now. Buy the book, go online. You know what I'm saying? Hell, if you go look at YouTube, it's a video, it's a class on everything on YouTube. So homeschool is important. Again, we just have to work on a relationship with our fucking people, you know, just being around home. Like if you got young kids, it's good. Instead of your kid being an asshole in class, showing his motherfucking ass like I used to, sit your ass at home with your mama. Let your mama see what the fuck you do up here. You know what I'm saying? That's good. I already know I was a class, king class clown, clown in class. Hell, anybody know me know I talk too much shit in class. I talk too much shit now, hell. But um, homeschool is important. If you can do it, do it. I would prefer you do it. The teachers don't don't treat your kids like shit. No way. They bully your kids in their own little intellectual way. Your kid don't know he getting fucked over till he grow up. Shouts out to everybody that went through hell with us in Hutchins, man. Had us in a cage in that in that basement, dog. Some wild shit, man. That's crazy. I ain't gonna say no name, but we used to be in a. It's like if you had swim class at Hutchins, everybody had to go in there and get in them showers and shit. And everybody, all them old ass niggas would stand out there and watch us take showers. Now you in the fifth, I mean, you in the sixth, seventh grade, you ain't paying no attention. You think these they, ain't nobody in there fighting? We all in this motherfucking shower room with a pole with a bunch of uh, spigots sticking out of it, and we up under here bathing, getting ready to get in the pool. Take off your clothes. Take them shorts off. Take them off. Why? Take them off. You know, these grown-ass men, you know, we these are the only men in our lives in the hood. Man. Well, for me, the only men in my life were them niggas up at the school. My dad was my dad, but the only men in my life were the ones at the school. Them niggas, they used to sit out there. Them niggas didn't have to do janitors and coaches. Niggas didn't even work there. They just sat outside the locker room until the swim class came in or until class came in there and they made everybody get in the shower. That's crazy. But again, let's talk about that right now. But school. Homeschool is good, man. You just gotta, you know, set aside some real time and space. You want to teach your kids anyway. You gotta do the teaching anyway. If you if you letting your kid go to school and the only education they're getting is from what the teacher's giving them, you're failing your child as a, as a parent. Because you got to break that shit down. Your kid just trying to pass. It takes the parent to slow their ass down. This is what you're doing. This is what you're learning this for. This is what all this counts. Explain math to your kids. Hell, math is life. If, if people understood math was life when they were in math class, people would like math more. Chemistry is how two substances get together. You know what I'm saying? You know, algebra. Is, is is everyday life calculations. You know what I'm saying? The X's and Y's, you put your situations in them and you'll learn what I'm talking about. So all that stuff is life, man. I can go on breaking down that shit. Shit. Drop my damn remote. Right? I can go all the way down the line with that shit. You got, uh, what you got? Calculus. That's how you calculate, you know, that's, that's, that's how you do your measurements. Um, Geometry, that's how you do your shapes. You know what I'm saying? 
algebra is how we move, how we move around. Let me see, I gotta get my list up. But yeah, but yeah, all math is based upon the way we live, human activity. Ask any math major, they'll tell you. Ask any math major, they'll tell you. That it's all about where we move around. So homeschooling is good. I suggest it. Get in there and do that shit. And then get everybody graduated from school before everybody else. I mean, you know, send them to school for the recreation, but get them involved in sports. See, with you, with you being at home teaching your kid, they work, their grades would be better. Okay? You will be a lot more intelligent because you know what you're doing because you have to learn what you're doing in order to teach them. And then you go involve your kids and add you and let your kids have friends in the areas of things that they like to do. So if your kid's a baseball player, he homeschools at home, and then he goes to play baseball with his AAU team. Basketball player the same way. Instead of going to elementary school, I mean, instead of going to public school, which in my eyes, you know, is where all the bad habits begin. You learn because you got weed smokers, you got gangbangers, you got hoes, you got pimps, you got drug dealers, you got you know, bullies, you got stupid-ass teachers, you got teachers fucking the students, you got teachers that keep beefs with you because they went to school or they remember your, your parents. You got all this shit going on in school. It's fun, looking back, because it's, it's character building. But fuck that. That was in the 80s. We didn't have social media. Now, people build their characters up on social media. You know what I'm saying? Actually, being yourself is more popular than going out there getting bullied, trying to join a team. Now, it's going to take away. You can still have cheerleaders. You can still have your cheerleaders. Hey, you want to have a fucking cheer team? You get with a bunch of chicks that you know, and y'all get your cheerleading squad together, and you're going to find a team to represent. Find a basketball team or a football team you want to cheer for. And them girls can get their education on cheering like that. It's traveling with that team. Swimming. You find out where they're doing meets at, what it requires to get you a team, and you get you a team. Just like they require the school as a coach, be responsible enough to say, you guys got to be doing your work at home. Just bring them report cards. Let me see them grades, them state grades. See, school is so theatrical, man. It's so it's so much bullshit, man. I got mistreated so bad in school. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? And parents, think about it. Your kid is incoherent of some of the things that you can say about them. Your teacher can call home and get you fucked up with just one phone call. I'ma call his mama and tell that motherfucker, tell her that motherfucker spitting on kids and hitting teachers, and all he do is lie. Your mama get that phone call, and she ain't smart enough to know that these bitches out here playing these games like that. Cause you didn't say something about the bitch told her breast thing. Now she finna fabricate some shit to get you fucked up at home. You disrespecting teachers? All that shit, man. So fuck that. You gotta unteach your kids shit anyway. You got, you know, they got shit going on in schools where they tell kids you ain't gonna be able to do shit. You ain't gonna be nothing. You could be a janitor. Like they have uh, mentor programs in school. Only, some of these schools, the only black men in these schools are the janitors. The only black women in some of these schools are the lunch ladies. And they tell your kid, this is all you can be. And they, 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 and they, they, send your, they, they educate your kids to set them up to be prepared to be a part of the prison system. Like, you know, like classroom 
to the jail cell streamline where they make you walk in lines and they, they give certain pressure. We think he's going to be a criminal, so let's keep a little bit more pressure on this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's not supposed to happen, but it happens. Some of these hit towns, yeah. If you go in there and look at some of the people you see, you can tell that they had to deal with some sort of adversity like that. Now, there are great schools in some of these black communities, and all the black communities, because they got black teachers. We need more black male teachers and all of that. But school is where a lot of that shit happens. You don't get a fair shake at school in a lot of cases, unless you're just a bookworm. If you're a bookworm, everybody love you. If you're a kid, come, come. Man, I was going to school with hella emotional stress and baggage when I was in elementary school. And the only way I can vent was in school. I didn't know. Now that I look back on it, y'all, y'all couldn't, man, please. The shit I was going through in elementary school, y'all couldn't deal with that shit. I didn't know I was dealing with that shit. I didn't know I was dealing with that shit until I grew up and looked back on it. After I didn't been through all my therapy and shit. So I look back on like, God damn. Walk up from, I had a little, I was, by the time I was in the fourth grade, I was walking my little brother and my little sister to school. Now, I lived on Gladstone and 12th Street. Anybody know Detroit? My school, I went to Peck Elementary. Peck Elementary was on Lawrence, down the street from, it was down the street from like Hutch, uh, Durfee and Central. It was on Lawrence and 12th Street. So we walked from Gladstone and 12th Street straight up 12th Street, you know, past the Virginia Parks, past Claremont, Atkinson, you know, past Calvert. I mean, past uh, 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 Boston and Chicago and Calvert and all of that, all the way down to that school. Now, in ni- that was in 1984, 85, 83, 84, 85. That's when that shit was going down. Now, I, now my brother was in the first grade. My sister was in kindergarten. Damn, my sister was in the first grade. And my brother was in second grade. And I was in fourth grade. We still walking up and down the motherfucking street. Every day, we didn't, I didn't have to fight bullies. I didn't see motherfucking cop chases, gang fights, dogs chasing, just ghetto shit. Just ghetto shit. Because we out of the school district by the time we get to Calvert. You know what I'm saying? By the time we get to Calvert in 12, we out of the we out of the district. Now you just some little kids walking down 12th Street with book bags, all the fucking way down past Boston and Chicago, past Claremont. You know what I'm saying? Cross Joy Road, all the way down. Well, it was it was Claremont. It's Claremont. Joy Road don't turn Joy Road till you get to. Uh, Linwood, but walked all the way down. Then we get home, you gotta eat. You had the house clean by, and had your homework done by the time my mama get home, which is probably like four. And anything happens outside the lines of walking down 12th Street and getting your ass home. Anything happen that wasn't supposed to happen, gonna be some problems. Okay, lose a key, lose a book, get into a fight. Yeah, anything could have happened, man. Detroit was crazy back then. Going back and forth to that, I mean, and I was just in school, so that made me a different type of dude. 
Nowadays, you keep like we couldn't walk that far. We be done got snatched up now, cause they organ harvesting now. They snatching kids' asses up, organs, organ harvesting. Meaning, we finna bring your ass, snatch you in this car, cut you open, and get them kidneys and them motherfucking lungs and them mother all that shit. We giving it to somebody that an old motherfucker. They doing that now, so you can't let your kids walk up and down the street with their keys shooting around and everything. Man, one time we came home, the house had been broken into. Twice we came home, that motherfucker was broken into. Shit. I ain't even gonna get into none of them stories. Them stories is for a later date. But homeschool is good. You know what I'm saying? You can teach, you can actually teach your kids how to behave and deal with the world instead of having them being bullied into it. They're gonna learn it anyway. And if you got your kid on the right AAU team, then they'll have a good coach. And all these things should be all these things should be screened. For your children. These are the people around your children. You scream the teacher. The teacher can tell your son ain't shit, but then your teacher's high, drunk, anything. These motherfucking teachers are just regular college. Now that I'm 40 and I got about five degrees, these college teachers are just regular college students that say, fuck it, I'll be a teacher because whatever else didn't, whatever. They not like they, they ain't, you know, they ain't screaming teachers. They don't even drug test teachers. I know for a fact teachers be at work high. So again, Homeschool, you can make it whatever hours you want to. You can get them little bastards up at fucking three o'clock in the morning. I said, We're gonna do two hours of work and then y'all can do your thing. And then they can go work in a family business early. Help build that legacy. Help build that motherfucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going to school every day, having your teacher tell you you ain't gonna be shit, having your teacher tell you you can't succeed. Nah, you learn that shit in school. You go to fucking law school. You don't want to go to law school online. You got to go to law school on law school, but you can get a college degree and be prepared for law school online. So I would, I, I'm totally with homeschooling. I just think that as parents, if you got a two-parent household, you got to switch out. Daddy going to do some lessons. Mama going to do some lessons. If parents don't live together, you going to school at your daddy's house this week, you going to school at your mama's house this week. And just alternate it. So the parents get their break, because that's really what school is. School is just a great babysitter for the parents. So, if you can work out a, a legitimate schedule for homeschool, man, I would suggest homeschooling. You know what your kid learning. You can focus their streamline of education. You don't have none of the distractions or the idiots that you see in these damn schools. You don't have drug dealers, uh, prostitutes, pimps, you know, none of the bad things that can take your child off their path in, that, in their way if you do it this way at home. Just work out a plan to where you can get your breaks in. You know what I'm saying? Put them on a team, professional team. You know what I'm saying? And when you homeschool, you have to build a community around your kids. Your community is the people around them that help them outside of you. Because they get tired of looking at your ass, listening to your rules. So you got to get a good barber. Somebody that got some sense that going to tell them some right shit. And then you had that conversation. Like, look, I'm choosing you to be a part of my community. Because... I'm raising my kid. I'm not sending my kid to school. Instead, I'm just gonna make sure they do my, they work at home. And then, you know, I, I want you to be even if they got a dad in their life, you still want a smart dude. Cause the daddy ain't always the smartest motherfucker in the world. Even you know what I'm saying? And, and but a dad don't know that. A dad don't understand the value of a good barber. Cause he gonna have a barber, and he gonna have a he's gonna have a good barber story. So yeah. So your barber, your coach, the landscaper. I mean, he a landscaper. 
You know what I'm saying? But he's somebody that comes to your house. He's somebody that's around. And that's if you're not making your kid. Nah, scratch the landscape because your kids should be cutting grass. That's that's ethic. That's work. That's part of work. Learning how to do a job correctly. That's part of homeschooling. So yeah, fuck the landscaper. You gonna you gonna be the landscaper. We're gonna learn botany together too. You know what I'm saying? And, and all of that. All of that. agriculture. We're gonna learn agriculture here. Like they do at them A&M colleges. We're going to learn early agriculture by making sure this yard right. Make sure we ain't got no motherfucking weeds in this motherfucking yard. And make sure we ain't got no pests. All that shit. That's homeschooling too. Then you got good church. Church can be a variation of things. Because your definition of church has to be determined first. You want church to be traditional where you're in a building, listen to somebody tell you what they think about shit? Or do you want your church to be a part of your community? Like, yo, what we do here, our code of ethics here, the people that are in your life, your coach, is always on that shit. Because I told you, coach, you know, I respect what you do. I like your game. You know what I'm saying? I played you one-on-one. You got handles. You nice. So I wouldn't mind you talking to my kid, teaching them how to hoop. Because I'm going to teach them, but I, your input is more valuable because it, it, my, they get tired of hearing my voice all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's the value of having a community. And anybody else, like I said, they got cheerleading programs, coaches. You can set that up that way. You don't have to be wait, wait, go to a school to be a cheerleader. And I only said cheerleading because that's not necessarily a sport, but it's a supporting activity within the school for that sport. And if you're a coach, you can build that community around your team as an AU team. It may cost you a little bit of money for them trips, but it's still something for them to do. All a part of the, the homeschool curriculum. So as a parent, you got to surround your kids by these people, and you owe it to them to do that. Help them with mentorship. We had Boy Scouts growing up. I went to Boy Scouts. I was in Boy Scouts, and, and it was all right. It was all right. I, I, you know, we had a sucker-ass dude for a Boy Scout troop leader. At least in my eyes, because on my block, all I saw was gangsters and drug dealers and pimps and motherfuckers that'll beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Then I go to a doggone Boy Scout meeting. It's this soft-ass nice dude that don't cuss. You know, that's always encouraging to everybody. Ain't letting us talk shit about people. Ain't letting us roast nobody. But he was there for a reason, so it was like, all right. You're obviously a good guy. I'm old enough to realize that now. But shit, I probably got more, you know what I'm saying? He, so he seemed like a sucker MC. Because all I, cause if I was raised around a fucking guy like that, seeing the gangsters, I would have saw them for what they were. But instead, I was raised around the gangsters. So I saw the good guys are lame. Because I ain't know no better. Now that I'm grown, I got a lot of respect for that. I don't even remember his motherfucking name. But I got a lot of respect for the fact that he came all the way to the motherfucking hood. To be a Boy Scout troop leader. He ain't never molest me. He ain't never touched me or looked at me the wrong way. At least made me feel that way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he may have done with other people, but I, and I don't even know if that person was one of them, but because they say, you know, a lot of these fucking um, troop leaders be molesting kids and shit. I was in gymnastics. I would just go to the center up there, Joe Rock, Joseph Walker Williams Recreation Center. We did gymnastics up there. Get your kid involved in shit like that. That's where their school should come. A community center. Where they teach you how to be. Because you go to school, all you're going to see is white folks telling you you ain't shit. But see, you can put your kid around people that's going to tell them they the shit. And it's going to change the whole way you see life. Because you were raised by people telling you you were great versus the other way around where people were saying you weren't. So 
That's how I see that. Homeschool is good for that, man. And just for them reasons alone, you know what I'm saying? Real quick, I'll add this, you know, um, as a small tidbit. And this is this should be something that you should be working on regularly. You know what I'm saying? It's dieting. You know what I'm saying? The, the pandemic has hit us in a major way in this country. And it's attacking our immune systems. So it is important that we strengthen our immune systems so that it can support whatever airborne pathogens we may come across on a regular basis through handshakes and conversation. There are several suppressants out there for you. And let's not be confused by suppressants. Suppressants are anything that suppresses your ailment. And suppress means to minimize, dilute, temporarily stop. A suppressant is just that. It's something that's just going to slow it down, but it ain't going to necessarily fix it. And that's where the money is. If you got a cold and you can't sleep, take some NyQuil, sleep good till about eight. And that NyQuil going to work till about 10 o'clock the next day. And then you're going to be coughing again. But you need to make sure that you're doing a few things on a regular basis. Number one, get you a multivitamin. Everybody should have a one-a-day vitamin, especially if you're over 30. A one-a-day vitamin has the basic amount of vitamin necessities needed to support your body. Like a, a, a Mega Man is one that I use. Those are good one-a-days that you can take to help suppress any type of, you know, cough or it, it, it just maintains your system. It maintains your system so that you don't catch no cough like that. You know what I'm saying? You catch all these colds and stuff. You get a cold that's lasted more than three days, then your immune system ain't right. If you get a sniffle or a cough that lasts more than two days and it ain't like the flu or something, you need to get your shit, get your vitamins right. Uh, eat oranges, eat an or at least an orange a day. An apple a day. They always say an apple a day. Keep the doctor away. Eat oranges and apples. The meat thing. Um, I usually, I ain't going to sit up here in front like I'm a vegan. I eat chicken breast. You know. Or turkey slices. Because my turkey going to be on my sandwich. And my little chicken breast going to be diced up on my salad. And I don't trust it either. But it's not beef and it's not pork. So... Those are the things that I'm trying. And that's my way of cutting back. And I'm actually cutting back good. And I went from having a whole chicken breast with my salad to just having like a half of a chicken breast. Diced up real small. And that's just how I'm working my way off of it. Because my diet is, I, I, I listen to Jay Prince's book, which is available on YouTube for free. And uh, Apple Music for free. But in his book, he talks about how with all that money, he just got hella, hella, you know, he, he, he ate a lot. He would eat all day long because he just had the money like that to the point where he felt like his health was suffering. I think he got high blood pressure or high cholesterol or some alarming laboratory finding sent him into this uh, correcting phase 
in his diet to the point where he said he was only eating once a day. He'll have one big meal a day and it'll be like at three o'clock and it'll be some healthy shit like maybe a salad or some regular food, but it won't be no bullshit. It'll just be something healthy. However, he chooses to get his protein and his carbs and all that shit. That's what he would have. And like throughout the day, he would he would eat nuts and almonds and just chew on the stuff like that. Nuts. Peanuts are always good to chew on. Cashews, peanuts. Uh, if you if you ain't allergic to them, almonds, walnuts. Those are good. I like trail mix. I might get a big bag of trail mix and hit that a few times, or get you the small carrots, cut up carrots, and put them in a Ziploc bag. That's a cool snack. Again, man, it's not candy, but it's a cool snack. Broccoli is good to snack on. And again, you have to adjust your eating patterns. It's only nasty because you used to everything being dipped in cheese and grease. And you got to get away from that shit because that cholesterol clogs up your arteries. And I mean, that is like what I mean by that is if you're let's say you got French fries and fried chicken. Fried chicken and french fries is probably the most common combination of food in America. Next to hamburgers and french fries. Wings and fries. You know what I'm saying? Chicken tenders and fries. Well, chicken tender and fries, that's a lot of grease. They dipping that in grease. 12 minutes in that grease. And they put it out and put it on a napkin. It drains most of it off, but it's still in there. Anyway, that is how that is how grease gets into your system. You know what I'm saying? Eat fried foods. So you got your arteries and your veins. It gets in your blood eventually. And so you got arteries. It's like picture, picture looking through a straw. You know what I'm saying? Picture looking through a straw. And it's a circle, and you can see straight through it. And your blood flows through, through there freely. The minute you start over overindulging in cholesterol, the particles of cholesterol in your blood start to clog up around the arteries, which makes that hole tighter, as if you're looking at a clogged drain pipe. It's it's not, you know what I'm saying, it's tight. It's tighter. So your blood normally flows at a certain pressure. But when it's tightened up like that, it's just like you squeezing a water hose. And you know how you squeeze the water hose and the water comes out harder? Well, that's the increase in pressure that your blood is experiencing when it goes through that tight clogged artery. It's shooting out the other side because it's getting pressurized on the back end. The pressure comes from it not being able to flow freely through those arteries because they're clogged up with cholesterol particles. So now on the other side of that, you're losing your flow. So it's shooting out faster at a smaller rate, like the water does when you shoot it out. It comes out faster, but it's at a smaller rate than just flowing out of there. And what that does is will give people heart attacks. Because when, you, when, you, when your arteries ain't pumping, you, you, you know your blood starts to clog up, man, and it starts to move slow. So the places that's not getting the full flow is what creates the heart attack. So... That's how cholesterol works in your system. That's how cholesterol creates high blood pressure in your system. So the best way to defeat that is plenty of water, 
Water is in all your vegetables. Got hella water in it. Tomatoes, cucumbers, lettuce. <coughs> all that stuff got water in it. All that stuff got water in it. You got to eat your citrus. You got to eat your grapes. You know, that's water. All these things give water to your system. And it helps you with your hydration. But most importantly, it flushes out and, and helps thin out that thick blood that's created by high cholesterol. Now, if you're running and doing sports and stuff, then your blood won't clog, the, the, the cholesterol won't necessarily clog up around the arteries at such a higher rate than if you just sit on your ass all day. So like when you walk up the steps, you say you, let's say you're a couch potato and then you go to walk up the steps and it's like, damn, I'm tired, I had to walk up all them steps. That's because when you feel that tightness in your chest, that's because your your heart ain't pumping the right. It's trying to pump, but your blood is not flowing enough to support the pump. So when it comes back, it ain't getting the full. You know what I'm saying? So your heart can't pump right. So you, it starts fighting the pump, and that's why I feel like it's jumping out your chest. You know what I'm saying? Because you got all that cholesterol in there. Because you, you know you're tired. You know you got to run. The more you run, it the more it flushes your blood. When people say, "Let's get your blood flowing," let's get your blood flowing. Well, walking gets your blood flowing. If you live in a house with stairs, go up and down from the basement to the top floor at least two or three times a day. If you if you're in the house, and this is not talking to young people, I'm talking to older people that that may have those issues. And if you if you if you young and you got an older person living with you or living that has stairs and you know that they need that, get your ass over there and help them. Get up and say, hey, I'm coming over here to bring you some oranges and apples, cut up, and we're gonna go walk up and down these steps right quick. If you gotta walk them up by the hand or you gotta go up there like you got a problem, walk up them steps. Walk them steps, man. Get them walking, because that's gonna get their blood flowing. They'll thank you for it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. So, your diet is important, you know. Um, don't eat after like seven o'clock because you want your body to get some time to digest. If you got to eat anything after seven o'clock, let's keep it down to peanuts, almonds, maybe an orange. But don't just go in and eat no heavy shit after no seven o'clock. That ain't good for your body. And I say that it's I say that if you're sleeping the traditional hours. My point is you don't want to eat heavy two to three hours before you go to bed. So if you sleep during the day, then two to three hours before you go to bed, don't go in there trying to pig out at Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do some push-ups. Do some push-ups. Lean against the wall and do some push-ups if you can't do them on the floor. Or put your knees down. But get you some push-ups that, that get the flow. You, you got to do that, man. That's why you see them old folks walking around the mall. They ain't walking fast, but they out walk. They walking like a mug, though. All that stuff is important, man. You have to get you some PT. But if not, you've seen my 600-pound life. You see how them people look on there. Hell yeah. And with the way shit is now, you got to be aware, man. You got to fill your body with alkaline. You got to fill your body with fruits and vegetables to fight off any airborne pathogens that could try to get you sick. Especially if you think they passing this pandemic around like time out. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Sabi said, any illness that you can get as a human, there is a plant on this earth that can fix it. Just like there's a plant on this earth that can prevent it and maintain it. I'm telling you, the only thing medicine does is keep you tied in and paying money. 
because it ain't no money in the cure. The money is in getting you to some live with it. But the way to cure it is to eat your fruits and vegetables and your apples and oranges and shit. The minute, the minute y'all start doing that, they're going to start charging $10 on orange. I'm telling you, if the world knew that the oranges were the cure for the common cold, they'll charge more for oranges. They don't want you to know that because if you learn that, then Dimatap, Robitussin, NyQuil, all them motherfuckers lose their money because y'all ain't going to fuck with them no more. You're going to smoke your blunt and eat your orange and sleep happily ever after. I'm telling you. Hey, so, just be mindful of that, man. Be mindful of your diet, man. You got to make sure you get your right food in your system. It's like your car, man. You get out there, you get your oil changed on your car. You get kick gas in your car. You keep your radiator, you know, with water in your car. You know, you make sure your car got all that shit. Make sure your body got that same shit. Because your body will fail you, too. Now, go look up Dr. Savi if you need to know what your diet should consist of. I can read off everything he got on the list, but I think that it'll be more satisfying for you if you just go to YouTube and look up any Dr. Savi video and let that brother change your life. Hell yeah. Word up. And if you listening and your life is in order, send a Dr. Savi uh, video to 10 of your friends. Send a Dr. Savi video to 10 of your friends. Tell them it's from me. That's right. So, yeah, I just wanted to hit a little notes about your diet, man. It's very important that we get that together because, see, what you do with your body now is going to affect how your body treats you now. Like, I'm 44. I feel pretty good. I mean, I got a little arthritis in my knees, but I've been playing basketball since I was eight. On concrete, asphalt, wood, whatever. I've been hooping. I still hoop. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm going to have that. And I just, to me, I look at that. Get a little bit of weight off you, your knees will feel better. But it's all a muscle. The more you use it, the more it'll work. So that's my thing. Not to say it's anything about me, but my point is we got to get out here and stay fit. We owe it to ourselves because when you're 80 years old, we want to have as much energy as Alvin Rivers. Shouts out to Alvin Rivers. We want that energy like Alvin Rivers when we turn 80. And you ain't going to get it if you sit on the couch being a couch potato at 25. And eating a bunch of bullshit. Well, your 20s is when you eat the bullshit. Your 30s, you kind of got to tighten up. Stop eating so much fried food. Start eating more salads. By your 40s, you should be a fucking vegan. By your 40s, you should be letting that shit go. By 45, you shouldn't even eat meat. You shouldn't even eat meat. Because now you know that you are in... Now you know that you're done with candy and pop and, and all that bullshit... When we use a kid, by the time you get to your 20s, 20s to your 30s, you eat McDonald's. 30s to your 40s, you're supposed to be cooking. 40s to your 50s, you're supposed to be cooking the right shit. Eating the right shit. That's how you're supposed to do that. Shouts out to my pops. My pops been a vegetarian since 1970s, sometime in the 70s. I think it was like 75, 76, he stopped eating meat. And the brother is healthy. Word up. It looks good, too. So, shouts out to him. So, get your diet right, man. And it's not it, it's not easy, but look at it, what it can do for you if you get it right versus if you wait too late. Look up that shit I told y'all on, on blood pressure, too, man. Where I ain't want to get too long-winded with that, but that's something we need to put out regularly. You know what I'm saying? Word. Yo. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yo, we in here. I hope y'all like that song. I hope y'all like that song, man. I love it. I love it. I'm probably going to a booth booth and go ahead and get it done done. For real, for real. Um, welcome, man. I'm quarantining. I'm quarantining. I'm at the I'm at the house trying to do my part as far as this uh pandemic is concerned making sure that I'm not contributing to the problem because I'm telling you it's out there cats still want to go to the shop cats still want to cut and cats still want to get money because in this profession it's always going to be people that need it it's going to always be people that want to get a haircut or want to do whatever you do as long as you're staying safe as long as you're staying safe and you're not, you know, passing any germs and coughing on people, you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to get out there and get you some sunlight. Um, I've heard so many conspiracies on what's going on, uh, why they making everybody stay in the house. Some people believe it's so they can set up these doggone towers, which ain't really a bad thing, ain't the best thing. I mean, it's supposed to be for, you know, greater reception, man. In 2020, it's so much stuff, man. The average household, think about it. The average household, when you buy your cable bill, when you buy your cable plan with your with your regular internet connection, you probably get um, enough bandwidth to respect the cell phone, a couple of computers. But in 2020, that was when they first started that. 2020, everybody got a PlayStation, a Fire Stick, a computer, a tablet, a cell, a cell phone, and guess. The bandwidth has to be upgraded. I mean, everything is digital now. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no typewriter. When last time you heard of a typewriter being used for something? Everybody doing it on computers. If they ain't doing it on their phone, iPads, everything. So... 5G is coming. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, step into it like that. You know, I don't know how serious, because I'm not a, a, a radiologist. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand how all this stuff works. 100%. But they, the, the word I got is that it's happening in, 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 in the hoods. You know what I'm saying? It's affecting black people and Mexican people in in the hood. I mean, I didn't heard so many different things. I didn't heard it only kill old folks. I didn't heard it don't kill white people. I didn't heard it don't mess with you if you got melanin. And as I heard if you smoke weed, it ain't gonna fuck with you. So maybe that's true, maybe it ain't. But the bottom line is. You got to protect yourself. So you need to be doing personal research on what's going on out here. You know what I'm saying? It's affecting everything. You know? It's affecting everything. But staying in the house is going to help develop your creativity. It definitely going to help develop your creativity because you ain't got nothing to do but look at these four walls and come up with things to do. So shouts out to all the people because the live game is crazy. You can't even go online without 
everybody and their mama popping up on live talking that shit. But it's good, though. It's good that you have to put them hustles down and, and, and actually get a chance to communicate. I'm in the studio now doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, a couple things came about that I wanted to speak on because I've observed a few things since I've been uh, having to actually sit down. Because normally I'm at the shop with my nose deep into a cut and my ears totally engulfed in my, uh, my work. So my thing is I've been going online and because these niggas at home, they get to talking that shit. Now, there's one little gangster out here that's selling wolf tickets to all these Atlanta rappers. You from Chicago. And no, Atlanta is not Chicago. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. The niggas in Chicago are different than the brothers down here in Atlanta. That's just the truth. That does not mean that you won't die from either one of them. Because one thing that translates is gangsterdom. That shit translates from state to state, city to city. It don't look the same, but it's the same. Now, if you're going to be out here talking shit about people, talking about motherfuckers as pussy and all of that, <coughs> you have to understand, and I don't know how this is going to sound, but when you get down south, the brothers look out for the police in a lot of shit. Dude. I ain't going to say they're scared of white folks, but they know that the police, you know what I'm saying, are a lot quicker to snatch a brother up. A lot quicker to snatch a brother up than up in the Midwest. Because in the Midwest, most of the cops are black. And, you know, I ain't going to say they don't give a fuck, but they know where they know. They got that situation established and they just letting y'all have it. And the same can be said about certain areas in the South, but it's a different thing down there. Yeah, yeah, people do walk up shootings and all that stupid shit, but I remember... Shit, a couple years ago, it was like four people got shot up at different times on 20. Now, if you don't know what 20 is, 20 is the east-west expressway that drives from Sacramento, California, to, I want to say damn near Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. It goes straight across the map, and it goes straight through Georgia. And it's 80, degree, 80 miles per hour on there. People were having shootouts on 20. That's crazy. And I ain't got to tell you about the type of crime that happens in Decatur every single day. Decatur can have its own, uh, what you call it? And I ain't going to talk about Jacksonville, Florida on the, on the north side. Over there off Moncrief and Edgewood. It's crazy down south. These country boys ain't no joke, man. Don't play with these people, man. It's a fool in every circus. It's a fool in every classroom. And each state represents a classroom. So don't think of just because you ain't from here, they, you won't get set up. You got females setting niggas up. You got everybody setting niggas up around here. You know what I'm saying? You walk around like a billboard. Just chill, man. And this ain't any, to anyone specifically. This is for everyone. Relax, B. You supposed to be making money 
to take care of your kid. Mind you, Ice Cube and them started talking about fucking niggas up on NWA and Eazy-E. It was fucking niggas up for fucking with them. But let's not forget, they weren't doing that shit. They weren't kids. Cube and Eazy-E were not killing people like that. I don't want you to think they were scared, but they wasn't out here shooting people. You can't shoot people and then go stand on stage and sing a song about it. You can't do that. And if you shot somebody that somebody that they know gonna look for your ass on that stage, as soon as you get up there, talk about what you got. And I hate to say it, man, but these rappers are dying because of that same behavior, man. I don't wish that on any one of you young fellas, man. I want to see y'all get rich and grow old and Will Smith it out, man. Will Smith it out. And I say Will Smith because Will Smith was the first rapper to get a Grammy. No matter what you want to say about his rhymes, the brother never used profanity in his rhymes. Except maybe one song he did on his album he did when he's standing against that streetlight with the P on his jacket. I can't think of it, but it came out like 05, 06. But that's the only time you really, 04, 05. That's the only time you ever heard Will Smith use that type of language. And it was only in one song because of some shit he saw and he had to express. So he did it. He became a TV personality. He became a movie icon. And now he's going to go back to rapping. That's what rap is. Rap is rhythmic American poetry. That's what rap is. Now, you can talk about your life. You can talk about what you see every day. You can talk about what you want to have. Be like Birdman and them. Use the law of attraction. They talked about being rich, richer than everybody. And it happened. They weren't there. They weren't when they were saying it. But it eventually happened. And them boys on top of the world because of Birdman is, rather. Birdman is. And anybody that really fuck with them, according to the books, they are too. It just, you know, it's going to take you a little time to get your paperwork in other words, Birdman. But automatically, that man got five billion streams for just fronting like he was doing it. You know what I'm saying? It just took off. And most of the streams might be Wayne and Juvie, but fuck it, it don't matter. He set out. He was. He set out. And if you watch the man's story, he set out and did that shit. Does he have bodies? Is he responsible for people's deaths? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that nigga be doing. I know that nigga be spinning cheese though, and he rapping about it. So I ain't saying you gotta go out here and act like that. You know what I'm saying? You could be a studio gangster. There's a lot of rich studio gangsters out there, and only motherfucker that's challenging you to show your true gangster them are the idiots. The ones that want to see you fall the most. Because anybody that want to see you keep what you got is going to give you the right advice. And I'm going to tell you, if you're a young rapper, these words don't go away, man. Once it's online, it's online forever. You get high and catch some emotion and get to talking shit. Yeah, and you you won't, you, you, everybody, everybody ain't built like that, man. Everybody ain't built like that, man. Ain't nobody finna sit up here and fight you, you. You know what I'm saying? Most of these guys can't fight. Most of these niggas can't read. So they sensitive about that lack of education. So the minute they feel played, it's on and popping. But then you got the ones out there that's smart and intelligent. That are real writers. That really know what they're talking about. And you can hear that in their music too. So, you know, I ain't... I ain't, I, I, you talking to a nigga that know how to fight. I ain't out here, I can't, I'm not, I don't believe, I, can, I believe I got hands, and I'm really good with my hands. I mean, Mayweather might, 
I fuck Mayweather little ass up. But Mike might get me if he catch me with a body shot. But other than that, ain't nobody else gonna get me. Deontay Water, that's what I'm talking about. And I ain't trying to brag on my fighting skills. It's just my confidence in my hands. But my point is, I can't use these motherfucking hands no more. Man, I'm 6'6", 300 pounds, B. If I fuck you up, you ain't gonna wanna come back and fight me again. You gonna, I believe niggas just shooting. Niggas just gonna shoot. And I don't beef with nobody. I don't talk shit to nobody because young niggas ain't no, ain't no young nigga finna run up on me and try to throw hands with me. These niggas crazy out here. They ain't raised by men where they can take a little bit of humility and ass whooping and live another day. They're not, they not built like that. These niggas built, these niggas, these, these little niggas were not raised that way. And I'm gonna tell you, that's one thing that a, a man teaches a young man. It's humility, okay? Humility is a motherfucker telling you to shut the fuck up when you need to hear that. And and if you don't, yoking your ass up enough until you understand. You know, we ain't here to embarrass you. We ain't here to beat you up or hurt you. We trying to save you from yourself. Because this is a nigga out there that's being raised by a crazy bitch. They don't know how to compromise. They don't know how to talk to people and communicate and read when the situation has gone too far and know when to back off. She ain't taught that because most women, most women ain't getting punched in the motherfucking face. There are some that are, but not a lot. So they get away with having too much to say, too much conversation, too much motherfucking feedback and talk back because the average nigga ain't going to slap a bitch that's talking too much. They'll walk away from her ass. She continue to talk that shit. Nah, nah, nah. Most niggas ain't doing it. There's some out there that will teach your ass about running that mouth. But for the most part, women ain't getting slapped. And for the ones that ain't getting slapped, hell. For the ones that's getting slapped that ain't getting slapped. You got a son watching you do that. His daddy ain't around. You done got rid of pops. The, the system got rid of pops. See, the system got rid of pops. And that's going to be a little later on in the show. The system got rid of pop. Fuck it. Because that's the way they come at the single moms. Like, yo, if you if you want these food stamps in this in this house, there's this HUD spot right here. You gotta you can't have a nigga. You can't have a man living there. You can't be married. And you can't make but so much money. So women will do what they gotta do. But if you ain't making that much money, don't worry about your band. We'll find him and take money out of his check. We'll get him or we'll lock him up one. Okay, fuck it. You say I get a house. I get food stamps, and I get Medicaid, so I ain't got to go get a job or get all that shit? Mm-mm. Just sign these papers right here, and the hunt will be on for your man. And we'll get to him. Don't even worry about it. We'll find him. But you, we finna set you up. Now, you can't have no niggas around here. If you get married, you're going to get cut off. And that job, no. You ain't getting that either. So that's how the government come at single moms. You know what I'm saying? And the man is like, yo, I just wanted a family with you, woman. That's why we had the fucking baby. And as soon as I trust that you the one to have a family with, you run straight to them white folks and throw me on them papers. That ain't right. And so what happens is that man starts to not like you. And then, you know, you got the ones out there that don't want their kids to see that. And, you know, they get to talking all that shit. Because as soon as I call the police on your ass, you going to jail. You know, so they hear the cockiness. The kids don't see the spirit in which the cockiness comes from. They don't understand the difference in why she can do it and why he can't. All he sees is it happening. And he, ain't nobody doing that to her because they don't want to go to jail. So I guess that's how I'm supposed to be. And subconsciously, 
subconsciously, a little boy grows up with that same type of mouth. But see, with a dad in the house, a dad can grab a young boy and say, hey, man, calm the fuck down. Don't talk like that. Because I'll show you what that type of talk will get you. And see, that's what a father teaches. That's what a father teaches. A father teaches that type of humility. A father teaches that type of humility, which is carried out into the real world, understanding that it's always somebody bigger. It's always somebody that fucked me up. And my dad taught me that. Or, you know, that's that's what you gain when you have a father in the house. You know what I'm saying? Without a father in the house, you just got a little, you just got a chick that's saying your daddy ain't shit to kind of keep you from wanting to see the motherfucker and to justify her behavior as far as having them folks in her business and just to understand and that's her translation of his anger toward her about that like bitch you got me in this shit fuck you I can't believe you're doing this to me bitch I trusted you that's how a man feels I trusted you I wanted to be your, your your man. You gonna put them folks in my pocket? What the fuck I do to you? Some niggas deserve that shit. But some women look at that as a hustle. They didn't even go in it for the relationship. They went in it for the check. In some cases, not all cases, but you and I both know, every, every man and woman know a motherfucker that's out there for the check. So, you know, all of that to say, you raising boys in that environment without their father. So now you can't see your daddy. That nigga don't want to see you fuck it then. I'm just going to goddamn send my little money. I'm going to be through with it. But the little boy go outside and learn how to, you know, survive with that energy. And not saying that mothers can't raise men. Shit. I'm not saying that mothers can't raise men. Because a lot of great men came out of single mom homes. A lot of great men did. Shit, I can't, so I'm never going to say that, but what I'm saying is this this ratchet shit, these men out here with these guns shooting at each other, that's ratchet shit, because if, if, you, if your daddy was in the room, like on Friday, he'd say, put the gun down, nigga, you a punk, you can't fight, you got to go shoot a nigga, you got to go shoot a nigga, you can't fight. That's what that's what a man would say. That's what I would say to a young nigga with a gun. And that's what I say to a young nigga with a gun now. A couple years ago, Soldier Boy and Chris Brown got to spatting online. And it was almost set up. It was almost set up for them brothers to have a boxing match put on by Mayweather. I think Mike Tyson was training Chris Brown. And Mayweather was training Soldier Boy. First of all, my money was on Chris Brown. Chris Brown is an amazing motherfucker. That motherfucker, I believe Chris Brown would have beat the brakes off of fucking Soldier Boy. No disrespect, Soldier Boy. I know your hands would have been in tap up. That's Chris Brown. You see what this nigga be doing on stage every night? He ain't gonna never get tired. So you, you, you know what I'm saying? He, I wouldn't fuck with Chris Brown. Chris, I watched Chris Brown play ball. Chris Brown is tough, and that ain't me. Listen, I'm secure enough in my manhood to give a man his props. Chris Brown a bad motherfucker. And Soldier Boy would have got the shit beat out of him. But see what that would have done. Not to say that it would have done anything to hurt. It would have been more respectable to see Soldier Boy get in that ring, put them gloves on, and go at this motherfucker. And it would have been great to see Chris Brown put them gloves on and go at Soldier Boy. You know what I'm saying? And again, 
This ain't no distant soldier, but when I say Chris Brown, but damn, it's like Dennis Rodman fighting Michael Jordan. Dennis Rodman gonna beat the shit out of Michael Jordan. I just get that sense off Dennis Rodman. They ain't saying Michael Jordan can't fight. It's just Dennis Rodman's a crazy motherfucker. And I've seen Chris Brown. Dennis Rodman is just as apt. Dennis Rodman is the Chris Brown of the NBA though. The way he the way he run up and down the court and rebound and do all that crazy shit. That probably is a tough analyzation. Cause some people might say, well damn. Chris Brown do it all. Rodman can't even shoot. So you're right. Let me take that back. But my point is, Rodman is, is, is unbelievably strong as a basketball player. And I think he would probably beat up half them niggas hell. If not most. Like Davis <laughs> with the Davis boys. But my point is, back to what I'm saying. These cats need to get out here. And, and, and if they'd have had them boys boxing, if they'd have got Soldier Boy and Chris Brown to box in the ring, that would have changed beef forever. Because now you niggas can make money off of boxing. Because, Chris Brown, you got to beat for Soldier Boy? All right, bet. We're going to put a fight on. We're going to put a fight on pay-per-view. You telling me the world wouldn't pay their ass off to see that? I would pay $100 to see Chris Brown and Soldier Boy fight it out in gloves in the ring. I would. But most of the rappers can't even fight. You see, I be seeing y'all niggas try to hit that bag. Y'all can't even fight. So, um, that would have changed the game. Number one, it would have sent every rapper to the gym. Oh, you talking shit? Let's go to the ring. Now, if I call you out to go to the ring and you don't go, you the real pussy. You the real pussy. Anybody can shoot. But can you go toe-to-toe with a motherfucker and exchange punches? Hell, you punch a nigga in the face now, he gonna fall on the ground and start crying. If he ain't getting punched in the face no more. And if you do get away with punching this nigga in the face, he gonna shoot you. People can't fight it. But fighting is how men automatically found a way up the totem pole. Looking another man in the eye, understanding what he could do to you, will be will treat you how to communicate with people, or get you right. But if you think that your backing is just some high motherfucker pulling the trigger, then you lose. You ain't you ain't won nothing by killing somebody. You took a man away from his kids and his family. All because he called you a bitch. That's a sucker move. Now you finna go to jail for the rest of your life. And lose all that money and fame. Because you shot a nigga. Or whatever you lose. Whatever you got to lose. You ain't gonna have it when you go to jail. So. The young G's out here man. Ease up with that shit man. You know what I'm saying. I told a story on one of my earlier podcasts. About a brother I know. That got killed on his, on his daughter's birthday. Man, this brother got down. He, 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 um, he was a good guy. But later on, I found out he was set up. Yeah. We're going to go in on that. We're going to go in on that in another episode. But, yeah, man, the young G's, man, we got to tighten up, man. We can't be down here fighting and shooting at each other. We got kids and everything. Throw your hands. Again, I would say we bring back the boxing match. Think about it. If you got a beef with a person, you can rap about his ass. And then, and then you can put him in the ring and make a million dollars off of fighting him in the ring. You two will have a mutual respect for each other and a great deal of respect for the, from the community. For real. That's important. So I think that's a minor, minor way of doing it. Hell, I'll get in the ring with anybody that want to fight. 
I'll put on gloves and headgear, whatever, whatever they require, and we'll just, we'll have a 10-round match, and we'll let that be it. Get all that shit off your chest. It's good for your immune system. Number one, you're going to work out for them six months prior to. Number two, you're going to find out where you sit, and that's how you're going to determine the totem pole. Now, rap about some shit like that. So, you know what I'm saying? My message to young G's, man, stop selling wolf ticks, man, because it's a motherfucker out there that'll kill you just to say he did something for another motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? They don't care who get it. Long as you get got. Now you come down here talk about, you know, niggas here, niggas this, niggas that, and I look at you. Don't set yourself up like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Stop selling wolf tickets, man. Yeah. So we got a few things off our chest today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, appreciate y'all for kicking it with me and shit. You know what I mean? Again, it's been another great episode. Uh, Tay Barber presents Chop It Up, man. Remember, man, maintain social distancing. Think about that homeschooling shit, man. Think about homeschooling. It's important. And work on your aftermath. What we gonna do now that this shit's over? You know what I'm saying? Again, man, my quarantine's going well. They say they still getting it in up there at the spot, but... I don't fuck with it, man. I let them have it. They got it closed. They're working in and out the back door. I got a few people calling me, but, but man, I'm just going to take my time and do my part in this and let it blow over. You know what I'm saying? But, again, man, everybody go through shit. Remember to be positive. Be a mentor. Young G, slow down, man. It ain't that serious, man. I want you to get out there, get yourself put in jail. You need to be out here alive so you can spend that money. You can't spend that money dead. You can't spend that money in jail. Once you start making money, you want to spend it. So stop with all that gangster shit, man. Chill out. Make friends. Make friends. Think about how much money y'all can make together, dog. Think about how much money y'all can make together. Hey, you finna get yourself killed out here. I would apologize. I would come on there and apologize, man. Because, again, it might not be the person that did it. She was talking shit about it. might not be him. It could be somebody else. They just want to get them stripes. You just don't like the fact that you disrespecting them. Because again, you know, I got family members you get rude with, the wrong with. You might get swung on, swung on by me. For real. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's other people out there that feel even greater about their people. So, don't let your mouth get you in something your ass can't get you out of. And this ain't me trying to say you ain't no tough nigga or nothing like that. But what's a tough nigga? All the tough niggas dead or in jail. Where you want to go? You want to be in jail or you want to be dead? Because you can't, you going to shoot somebody to keep from getting, you, getting yourself killed? Then you got to go to jail in Fulton County, nigga. Who you think in jail in Fulton County? Them same niggas. <laughs> Young fellas, so, I mean, I just, that, that just came back up. You know what I'm saying? That just came back up. So follow me on my social media, man. Go check out uh, Tay Barber on Instagram and just get a party over there. It's a party over there, man. It's a party over there. You just scroll through with your headphones on or scroll through with your speakers on and just let that let that let your body party with my with my work. Look at some good work and get you a nice party on. You know what I'm saying? So again, appreciate y'all appreciate y'all for chiming in. It's your boy.
hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt at all. Hurt at all. Won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt, baby. Nope. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol.